Welcome to the Center for Spiritual Living Asheville podcast. In each episode, we'll delve into the wisdom of spiritual teachings of the science of mind and universal metaphysical principles inspired by Ernest Holmes and other renowned spiritual teachers. Join us as we explore empowering stories, embrace the power of love and higher consciousness, and walk the path to a more awakened life through the lens of New Thought spirituality. Enjoy! We talked about the time that has been gifted you in 2024 at our uh, Burning Bowl uh, intention and Whitestone ceremony on the 31st. And I told you that you were gifted 525,600 minutes. And I'm here to tell you that we're two weeks into this new year. And as of first thing this morning, about 18,669 of those 525,600 minutes that were given you are burned up. <laughs> Tick tock. And. Didn't you all get lucky this year because it's leap year, so you were granted an extra 1,440 minutes. Make the most of them, my friends, okay? So how are you doing? How are you doing with your, your resolutions, your intentions, and your white stone theme? How are you doing with that so far? Yeah? Okay, good. That's good. Most people have forgotten all that stuff by now. But I knew you were an exceptional group. Debbie Ford wrote, every year most of us participate in the same New Year's ritual of making a resolution to change, a promise to ourselves to do something new or different. So what happens? Why do our resolves fade so quickly? Or do we fail simply because we never put into place the plans, the structures, the tools that we need in order to succeed? Having the best year of your life is something that is completely within your control, something that you can actually shape, create, and achieve. The choice is yours. It's true for us individually, and it's true collectively for our spiritual community that the choice is ours of what we unfold in this year, 2024. God calls us into intentions, and we then become the vehicle of realizing those intentions. Spirit can only do for us what spirit can do through us. We are a vital partner in this equation. Can't be done without you. Manifesting intentions and living the best year of our lives requires that we do a few things. One, nurture a sense of feeling good about yourself and who you are and who you've come here to be. Two, cultivate personal integrity, meaning that you have your insides and your outsides match. That's what it is to be an integrity, to be integral. Three, to clarify your dreams, your heart's desires, and your intentions so that it's crystal clear to the universe what it is that you're attracting. Four, to make peace with the past, to let go of your old stories and your excuses and your self-imposed limitations. Remember, we burned them up. Remember that? If you need more paper, see me. <laughs> Next, create and follow an inspiring, powerful plan. Plan. I know that's, a, you know, oh, but I'm spiritual. I don't need a plan. Yeah, you do. 
because you're still having a human experience as well. And on the human level, planning things usually facilitates stuff getting done. And finally, we may need to develop some new skills. Anybody here already so skilled that you don't have anything else to learn? <laughs> right answer. And then finally, we have to act. If we don't act, nothing happens. And so let's break those down just a little bit. So number one, nurturing your, your sense of feeling good about yourself, about who you are. That's a positive energy and a positive self-image that supports our intentions and living our best life so far. It keeps us motivated. It keeps us aligned with those intentions that we set. And it keeps us aligned with divine right order, with that divine partner spirit. There are some actions we can take to cultivate that. One is to commit to letting go of behaviors and choices and habits that diminish you. Let go of the stuff that keeps you small. And each day, I invite you to take one to three or more actions that motivate you and align you with your intentions. If you're going in the opposite direction of your intentions, they're probably not going to happen. But something will. And you'll go, wow, how did I get here? And I'll say to you, you helped. <laughs> so rethink. Think again. Another thing we can do, cultivate that personal integrity of having our insides and our outsides match, to be integrated, to be one. I spent a lot of years being one person on the outside and a very different person on the inside. And I actually had multiple personalities on the outside. I had <laughs> different ways I interacted with different groups of people. And let me tell you, when I invited them all to the same party, that got very difficult for me. <laughs> I had to put them in separate rooms so that I could go be one person here and another person there. I'm here to tell you, don't do that. It doesn't work. Being one person integrated, integral, works. That's what you want to strive for. So you want to connect with your, your authentic self, the core of your being, your spirit-centered self. You want to honor your commitments. That's being in integrity. Be true to yourself and to others. Make sure that your behavior, your actions, your choices are consistent with your values and your vision and your intentions with your highest self. Integrity builds energy and focus and attracts all the support we need to realize our intentions. There's some actions we can take to do that. Create integrity anchors to keep on track. Maybe put little notes to yourself. Eat healthy today. You know, I forget. I'll, I'll decide that I'm not going to eat fried foods anymore. The next thing I know, I've got a piece of fried chicken in my mouth. So, you know, I use post-it notes a lot that says, don't eat fried chicken. So, <laughs> exercise. You know, when you first thing when you get up in the morning, have a little note that says, oh, yeah, you might want to move around a little bit. Most importantly, your spiritual practice. Spend time with spirit in communion with God so that you're in that space of listening, meditating, being in affirmative prayer. Focus your, your attention on what's important and that will support you in being in alignment with your intentions and your dreams and your vision. Another thing we can do is 
clearly, clearly, clearly identify what those dreams and desires and intentions are. The clearer we can be, the easier it is for the universe to support us. Those clear and powerful intentions we need to keep in front of us on a daily basis. Keep it in your awareness all the time. And I'm going to do a little exercise with you. I'm going to ask you to identify one of those deepest heart's desires or intentions. Just go within for a moment and remember one of those intentions that you have. And just reflect on it for a moment. And now, ask yourself, what do I hope to feel and experience from this intention? What do I hope to feel and experience? Feel it as though it's already so. Now identify two qualities that support this intention. What are two qualities that would support this intention? And now commit to cultivating those qualities. Now, identify some actions, at least one action that you can take today that moves you toward that intention, and then commit to doing it. Here are some actions that you can cultivate. Affirm your intention at the beginning and the end of each day. And while you're at it, in between. Post visual reminders for yourself. Create a vision board with Reverend Sylvia when she does the treasure mapping. Get a packet of post-it notes and put post-it notes in places where your eyes naturally fall, on the dashboard of your car, on your phone, put those post-it notes where you'll see them to remind you. Send yourself some emails and text affirmations to motivate you and keep you moving in the direction of your dreams. Ask for people you trust and who love you to support you and keep reminding you and nudging you forward. Another thing we want to do is to make peace with the past. Just Bless it and let it go. Learn what you can from it, but let it go. Let it move on. Because if you're dragging your past behind you, it's really hard to fit into the door of the present moment where you have only power to create. So you don't want to drag that stuff with you. I always said if I ever got my act together, I probably wouldn't be able to lift it. So, so let it go. Let it go. It's come and gone. The only power you have is in the present moment. When you bring closure to all of that, it creates a pathway to the future through the present. 
And so actions you can cultivate to help do that is complete projects and tasks that have been hanging in or hanging over your head. If there are relationships that you need to put closure on, take care of it in a kind and considerate way. Give up blame and excuses. Take responsibility for your life. All it means is that I am responsible, able to respond to my life. Commit to replacing negative self-talk with positive self-talk. Talk yourself up. Talk yourself up, either that or hire a publicist. (laughs) It's less expensive if you do it yourself. Create and follow inspiring and powerful plans. Have a clear vision and intention. Have a big picture in mind, a vivid picture in mind, and feel it already happening in your soul. And create a plan from those intentions. It guides us to fulfillment, you know, step by step. You don't eat an elephant in one bite. You One little bite at a time. That's how you do it. And so plans are like that, too. You take one little step at a time, at a time, at a time, and pretty soon you're way down there. And you look back and go, wow, look how far I've come. Create a little plan so that you know what you're doing every day. They include things like clarifying what your goals are and what your actions are that are going to get you to those goals. What resources do you need? What help do you need from other people? What skills do you need to polish or learn? What's the timing? And then develop new skills that will support you if you don't already have them. And use all of that to take action and move your life forward into the best life you've ever had so far. You know, identify something you can do daily, weekly, monthly, so that you get to where you're going. Those milestones give us inspiration. They give us momentum. Because then we look and go, wow, look, I've done it. Check, check, check. Do you love checking stuff off? I sometimes... I sometimes don't tell April this, but um, sometimes I go back and I write my list after I've already done stuff so I can check things off. <laughs> it's, really, it's great to have milestones that you can check off, right? So now I want you to ask yourself, how many of the, or the 18,669 plus lived minutes was I truly, totally present for so far? Was I truly present so far? And how many of those minutes were focused on your intentions and your white stone theme for 2024? Or were they wandering off into space? And here's the really important question. If I had it to do over, what would I change in those 18,000 plus minutes? What might I change? You still got time. But do it now. Change it now. I'm going to invite you to practice your ABCs. You remember those. (laughs) A, act with a now attitude, plus B, bite-size daily actions, plus C, consistency, equals intentions fulfilled. It's a simple formula. It's not always easy. We're not always good at doing it. 
Now, the other thing I want, want to remind you of is that, you know, I told you you get 1,440 extra minutes this year because it's leap year. It's not just leap year. This is a quantum leap year because we're taking a quantum leap this year. And so it's an opportunity in that leap for you to claim and live the best year of your life ever so far. Right? Are you ready to do that? Okay, good. I want to tell you something. I think I'm already living the best year of my life so far. It started at the tail end of last year, and it's carried forth big time into this year, and it's me living my life here at Center for Spiritual Living Asheville. I shared this on Friday evening with the folks that were at the commitment dinner. I want to share it with you. I feel as at home here as I did the center that I founded in Seattle. That's how at home I feel here. And that's why I'm living my best life. That was a good life, but this is even better and getting better all the time. And the most important thing to me is that I feel that my ministry is re-energized. I actually had contemplated when I left um, Sarasota leaving ministry. You've given it back to me. And I feel reborn. I feel reborn. And I want to thank all of you for that. This is my quantum leap year, for sure. Thank you. And I pray that every one of you has as great a year as I'm having. I really do. And I'm going to ask you to to help me make this year the best year that this spiritual community's ever had. Let's make 2024 that quantum leap year for Center for Spiritual Living Asheville. I want to tell you, we... We started in a big way on Friday night. We um, had our, our commitment dinner. And it was a lovely time. I, I think a good time was had by all. Am I right? Those of you who are here, did we? Yeah. We had some good food and, and more importantly, good company. And uh, it was a high energy, wonderful evening. I'm really glad that we, we did it in spite of the crazy weather. It's gorgeous the day before, gorgeous the day after, pouring down rain that night. I have to tell you, I'm going to make a little confession. Every year in Seattle at our center there, every summer we tried to have a picnic. And every single time, day before, gorgeous, day after, gorgeous, day of, pouring down rain. Same thing happened everywhere I've been. So, gee, I don't know. Could I be the common denominator? I hope not. We'll see. We'll see this summer when we try to have a picnic. Um, at any rate, 
People came anyway, and we had a great time on Friday evening, and lots of folks were there. The, the, the room over there in the education building was full of wonderful people, and a lot of those folks have made a commitment of time, talent, and treasure to this spiritual center, and I invite those of you who haven't had that opportunity yet to do the same. You'll see a nice brochure out there on the Welcome Center. I would ask you to please please take one and uh, read read. The look back at 2023, read the look forward at 2024, uh, read the prayer on the back, and um, fill out the commitment card in the center. Even my cat filled one out. So if Tuxedo can do it, I know you can. So uh, he's applying for jobs as we speak so that he can honor that. Anyway, I invite you to be a part of what we're creating in every single way. Time spent with spirit, talent spent in service here and in the greater community, and treasure supporting us financially so that we can do more for this community and beyond. And so, with that being said, blessings on your journey, living the best year of your life so far. And I invite you to begin by spending the rest of your 525,600 minutes mindfully, mindfully. And together we say, and so it is. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this enlightening voyage with the Center for Spiritual Living Asheville podcast series filled with metaphysical talks inspired by the science of mind teachings of Ernest Holmes and other renowned spiritual teachers. If today's exploration resonated with you and you'd like to support the continuation of this insightful journey, please consider making a donation. Your generosity helps us to continue to share these transformative teachings. To contribute, check the episode's description for a link to our donation page. Every contribution, no matter the size, makes a meaningful impact. Remember, You are not alone on this journey. Connect with us on social media, share your thoughts, and join our community at our live events whenever you're able. May your mind be expanded, your heart opened, and your journey be filled with the profound wisdom of these spiritual teachings.